turn your radios off. It's about to be lit. It's going down. It's crazy. It's louder than high school holla. Hold your airwaves, Hoster. Hello, Chicago. Steven Smooth Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show during this Black History Month 2019. Big hollers out to Coach Corey Irving and the Whitney Young Dolphins, this year's girls basketball city champions. Also to Coach Earl Williams and the Phillip Lady Wildcats JV squad that won the city championship on the JV level. Congratulations to both of those teams. On this week's edition of the H2S2 show for our girls basketball game of the week, we feature two schools out of the Chicago Public League battling to advance in the IHSA Class 2A state playoffs. And we'll update you on the CPS schools that are still alive in both the Class 1A and 2A state playoffs. Our student reporter Alex Burson updates us on the Tav Eagles athletics and which of those teams for the Eagles are headed to postseason action. We shift our gears to the Chicago Public League Boys Basketball City Playoffs, which has come down to the Elite Eight. We'll update you and let you know the matchups in Boys City Playoffs for next week. I know you student athletes out there are trying to gain an opportunity to compete on the next level. We offer you some news you can use in recruit, so you don't want to miss that. Want to remind everyone that you can follow and holler at us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports Show page. We appreciate the love from you. Check us out every week on Facebook Live for our pre- and post-game coverage of our H2SU Games of the Week interviews with coaches and our players of the games. Also, you can take the H2S2 show anywhere you go by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Another great way to stay in tune with the H2S2 show. Coming up next, the regional semifinal round of the IHSA Class 2A Girls Basketball State Playoffs in our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week featuring the Wells Lady Raiders against the Orr Lady Spartans. We recap it all for you on the High School Holler Sports Show. I'm Coach Dorothy Gators, coach of John Marshall Metro High School, home of the Commandos, and we support the H2S2, the only sports talk show for high school sports. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. 
My reason why is community. My reason why is leadership. My reason why is to inspire others. Why do thousands of teenagers here in Illinois participate in high school sports and activities? My reason why is friendship. Their reasons are as diverse as the students themselves. But the one thing they all share is the opportunity to have fun and learn important life lessons. Lessons like supporting their community, learning how to be a leader, and building lifelong friendships. My reason why is defying expectations. Is there a grade school or middle school student in your family? Then encourage them to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. My reason why is to make a change in the world. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. Chicago, what up? This your boy Gerard Haynes from Hales Franciscan High School, home of the Spartans, class of 2004, stand up. And right now you're tuned in to the High School Holler Sports Show. Tune in right now or you're missing out. Get with it or get lost. Welcome back. You know what it is, the High School Holler Sports Show and our Diva Sports segment brought to you by Epiphany Travel and Events. Looking for affordable travel that would allow you to live out your travel dreams at a special destination and satisfy your love for travel? Then come on and join the travel experience with Epiphany Travel and Events. You can also find out a great way to fundraise through the adventures of travel that will help you and your charity meet new goals in a fun and unique way. Visit them online at etravelandevents.com, the official sponsors of our H2S2 Girls Game of the Week. This week, we recap a Chicago Public League Green West battle between the conference champs, Wells Lady Raiders, and the conference runner-ups, the Or Lady Spartans. This time, the stakes are for an opportunity to advance in the IHSA Class 2A playoffs. We talked with the coaches prior to the game about their last meeting for the conference title and what to expect in this state playoff game. Here's Wells coach Ian Balog and or coach Georgia Robbins. Exclusive hot new high school holler. Here it comes. At F.W. Parker School for the IHSA Class 2A Girls Basketball Regional Semifinals. And we got a great matchup out of the Chicago Public League. The Orr Spartans get set to take on Wells. And I'm joined now with the head coach of Orr, Georgia Robinson. Yes. And coach, it's been a tremendous turnaround for the Orr Spartans yes, Girls yeah. Basketball Program. We always hear about the boys, but it's about the girls tonight. Talk about the season and the journey it is to get here. Ooh, the journey, the journey, the journey. The journey <laughs> is hard work. We have a lot of challenges that we're dealing with off the court, so I tell them to put that energy to the court. Bring it in. Bring it in. Work hard. Work hard. No matter what you're going through out there, this your family. These girls are your sisters. We work out. We work hard. Limited amount of time of gym time, so we go in the basement. They come at 6 o'clock in the morning. They want it. And let's talk about it. These young ladies turned this program around. Tell us some of the Spartans who are key 
been the success this season? Well, I have a junior, Ariana Griffin. She is tremendous on the floor. She's on every ball offensively, sees the floor, she get her players involved, and her defense is just amazing. Today, you take on a familiar opponent, Wells, out of the Chicago Public League Green West Conference. They got you the last time, yeah. but they were at home. This is neutral ground. What did you take away from your last time meeting that's going to be key for you guys today? What was key, my senior guard, her mom passed. So she was out. And one of my other seniors, she's a cheerleader. So we only had five players when we played them. So now I have my whole team. Everybody's healthy and ready to play. So this time, we should get them. What type of game do you expect from both sides? Amazing game. I'm looking forward to this. I told the kids, I think I'm ready to get out there and play. I'm so ready to still play this. I think I still got it. I suit up with them sometimes. Good luck today. Yeah. And we'll talk to you a little bit at the half. All right. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. High School Holla. I'm joined now with the head coach of Wells, Coach Ian Ballard. Coach, your team's been on a roll. Lady Raiders is undefeated, and they're coming into a state playoffs. Tell us about the season. Uh, we had a really great season. Last year, we went 6-5. and five. I didn't lose any players, so I had all my players returning. With a little hard work, we were able to go undefeated this season. So it's been a great run so far. And tell us about some of these young ladies that's taking the court for you. I got about four juniors, one senior. My senior is a star. She averages a double-double. 10 and 10. She's getting ready to graduate and go on to play college ball. Number four is my junior point guard star, so I still got her next year. And then I got a bunch of good people that fill in the roles that they need to fill in. You take on an opponent that you're familiar with. They were your runner-up, and you had them at home, seven-point win. What did you take away from that game? Well, we we celebrated that for a day, but at the end of the day, we're still we're hungry to beat them. They beat us last year by 20-plus, so we still had a bad taste in our mouth from that loss. So the last win that we had, we celebrated, but we felt like we just got even. So tonight, we have to come out on top, so we got the edge now. With the state playoffs in state, do you do anything different? No, no. Everything we've been doing all season, we tightened up our press breaker a little bit, but everything else is the same. All right, well, good luck today, Coach, and we'll talk to you a little bit at thank, the half. Thank you so much. High School Holla. Now, the start to this IHSA Girls Basketball Class 2A state playoff game would be a bit of a struggle for both teams. The first period was extremely slow, although these two teams knew one another very well. Both teams missed quite a few opportunities to get an early lead, scoring a total of 15 points between them, with Orr holding a three-point lead at the end of the first period. The Lady Spartans were led by junior Ariana Griffin with four points, add a three-pointer by Raven Robinson and a basket by Javania Williams. On the other side, the Lady Raiders got three baskets from juniors Dejanae Travis, Devania Gant, and Cheyenne Starks. At the end of the first period, the Or Lady Spartans led the Wells Lady Raiders 9-6 as we entered the second period. Now that's when things would pick up a little bit between these two teams. The Lady Raiders went to their long senior on the roster for points, Michaela Elam, who put in eight points in the second with help from juniors Devania Gant, who added four points, and Ashante Haywood, who went one for two in the team's only trip to the free throw line. The Lady Spartans would keep pace, though, behind the scoring of sophomore Mercedes Foster, who drained a big three-pointer in the final seconds in the second period for three of her team leading five points in the second. Add buckets from senior Javania Williams 
and freshman Kalia Slayton, we go into halftime with the Or Lady Spartans trailing the Wales Lady Raiders by one, 19 to 18. Here's both coaches' thoughts on the first half of this state playoff game. High School Holler. Here it comes. The halftime of our H2S2 girls basketball game of the week where the Wells Lady Raiders lead the Or Spartans 19-18. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Lady Raiders, Ian Balog. And coach, you got to like what you see. Started off slow in the first quarter. How do you think the first half went? Uh, it was all right. A lot of missed layups. A lot of missed layups. We need to make the easy shots that we were given. And what do you at halftime tell your girls to come out and try to get this victory? Intensity. Intensity. That's it. Come out as hard as we came out the first half and make these easy shots and we'll be all right. All right. All right, good luck in the second half. All right, thank you. High School Holler. Join now with the head coach of the Spartans, Georgia Robinson. Coach, assess your team's performance in the first half. You're only down by one. Just one. We're down. We just got to be more aggressive on the boards. Boards are killing us right now. We're not boxing now. So we box out, aggressive rebounds. We'll be all right. And what do you tell your team to come out in the second half to try to get this victory? Just stay focused and play D and box out and keep number 30 off the boards. Get her out of the paint. All right. Good luck in the second half. Talk to you after the game. Thank you. High School Holler. After the break, we'll return with the second half of this IHSA Class 2A state playoff game between two of the best out of the Chicago Public League Green West, Wells Lady Raiders leading the Or Lady Spartans 19-18. Our second half recap next on the H2S2 Show. Honey, isn't it amazing? What? The sacrifice, the dedication, the grit. I mean, they really set an example, don't they? Oh, well, no question. Today's high school athletes are truly special. Not the athletes. Woohoo. The officials. Oh. Today's student athletes are truly special. But there's something pretty great about the men and women who officiate their games, too. Like the way they're giving back to their communities. Officiating is a terrific way to stay in shape, meet new people, and stay connected to the game you love. But the biggest reason of all? We need more qualified high school officials here in Illinois. And without them, the rest of us would have a whole lot less to cheer about. High school games need officials. High school sports need you. Great call, Rob. Yeah. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. If you're just joining us, we are in the middle of our Diva Sports Girls Basketball Game of the Week between two of the Chicago Public League's best out of the Green West Conference as the Whale Lady Raiders lead the Or Lady Spartans by one at halftime, 19-18, to to start the second half. We enter the third period, which was so one team in the Lady Raiders taking full control of the ball game while the Lady Spartans of Orr would struggle to put points on the board. Things got started as the Lady Spartans' Ariana Griffin would score a quick two points to start the period. That would only be followed by two other scores by a senior, Javana Williams and a free throw from Kiara Rowley. The Lady Spartans would only be able to score a total of five points. While the Lady Raiders would hold on to their lead, led by senior Michaela Elam and junior Devonna Gant, both scoring four points 
add a basket from Cheyenne Starks, we ended the third period of play with the Wells Lady Raiders holding on to a six-point lead over the Or Lady Spartans, 29-23, to going into the fourth period. The fourth period, both teams left all they had on the floor and gave the best effort I've seen in a ball game, as these teams were led by nothing but heart. The Lady Spartans of Orr would be led by the freshman, Kalea Slayton, who scored eight points in the period. That would be matched four points apiece from Ariana Jones and Ariana Griffin, plus a basket from sophomore Mercedes Foster or got within one point as we come into the close of the fourth period. The Lady Raiders took full control led again by senior Michaela Elam and add baskets from Tiana Williams, Devana Gant, and Dejanae Travis. We have a 42-41 to 41 ball game. In the final seconds, the Or Lady Spartans had an opportunity to take the final shot of the game and advance in the playoff. But the tough defense of the ladies Raiders caused the ball to be lost out of bounds and sealed the win for the Wells Lady Raiders 42-41 to over the Orr Lady Spartans. Here's post-game interviews with both coaches from Orr, Georgia Robinson, and from Wales, I am Balog, along with the lone senior for the Lady Raiders, Michaela Elam, who had a total of 19 points and four blocks. She was our shining star of the game. You go, girl. High School Holla. Let's go, 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 go. Wells Lady Raiders just defeated the Wolves Lady Spartans by one point, and I'm joining out with the head coach, Georgia Robinson, or, or Coach Tough Loss, winning right now to the very wide. Yeah, that was They fought. They fought. I think was we will fight, we will win. No matter what the outcome is, as long as they fight, we still will win. At the end of our H2S2 Girls Basketball Game of the Week, the Wells Lady Raiders just defeated the Oral Lady Spartans by 142-41 in the Class 2A Girls Basketball State Playoffs. I'm joined now in the winning coach, I am Balog. And coach, you got to feel excited. This was a great game. Yeah, it was. We played good, we played hard, and we stuck it out till the end. So it was a good game, yeah. What's the difference between the two halves? Started off slow, but the second half picked up a little bit and your girls was battling. Yeah, our offense came around a little bit in the uh, second half, and we made more layups, which was key. I got to give you an opportunity to talk about this young lady over here, Michaela Elam. She scored 19 points. Yeah, she's one of the toughest players I ever coached, so she never comes out of the game, never complains, plays hard as ever, 
and she's our rock in the middle. So she, we depend on her a lot in the middle for defense, rebounds, and she always gives it for us. But we're going to take a second to talk to our shining star of the game, Miss Michaela Elam, 19 points, state playoffs, your senior year. Got to feel great. Yeah, dude. Stay humble. I'm going out with a bang. <laughs> talk about the overall season, how you guys went undefeated in the conference, made it to the state playoffs, your win here today in a neutral ground against a common opponent like Or. It feels good. We got better as a team. This team, it's not just one person, it's a team. Tell me about the last final seconds. It was back and forth. You guys were trading off in the final seconds. My heart was going boom, 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 but I believed in my team. I believed in my team. We stayed humble. You went to the line. You sealed the win. You had those two buckets. A lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure. Was it pressure? Yeah, it was a lot of pressure. You seem cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, I stay humble. <laughs> you guys got an opportunity to advance now. What do you need? My team. I need my team. Stay humble. I need my team. That's all I can say. Now, being a senior, got to feel good. What do you want to tell the Wells fans? You got some people in the crowd that was out here. It was rocking here. Get to the games. Representing the Chicago Public League. Is the Wells Lady Raiders in the Class 2A semifinals in the regional round. They advance, come out, and support Chicago Public School girls basketball. The Lady Raiders are on the road. Congratulations. Thank you so much. High School Holla. The Wells Lady Raiders will go on to lose last night against the Latin School of Chicago. Now, while the season is officially over for both of these squads, trust me, these were young teams Wells Lady Raiders and the Oil Lady Spartans will be back. Trust and believe. Now, if I remember correctly, I believe both of these coaches, Coach Ian Balog and Georgia Robinson, are the head coaches of both schools' softball teams. If that's true, hey, we'll see y'all again in a couple of weeks because softball season will start. So we'll be hearing more from these two coaches on the softball diamond. So I look forward to seeing that. Now, we got updates on the Class 1A and Class 2A IHSA girls basketball playoffs. We'll tell you which Chicago public schools are still alive. Now, on Thursday night, Chicago Collins lost to Chicago Hope Academy in a close one, 49-43. So that eliminated them. The Richards Lady Warriors one against Morgan Park Academy, 58 to 34. So they now advance. Richards Lady Warriors will take on North Shore Country Day. That's on Tuesday night at 6 p.m. at Chicago Hope Academy. So if you have an opportunity, go out and support the Lady Warriors of Richards, the lone Chicago public school in the Class 1A playoffs still alive. Now, Thursday night also in the Class 2A girls basketball state playoffs, Marshall and the legendary Dorothy Gators defeated Holy Trinity 91-14. to So they advanced. Now in the Crane Regional, Crane Cougars defeated Michelle Clark 53-24 to advance. So we have Marshall and Crane advancing, which brings us to a Friday night affair. Oh, also advancing. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot another school. 
Bowen. Bowen also, the Lady Boilermakers, they advanced as well in Class 2A. So, last night we had games. Catalyst Maria took on the Julian Jaguars. They won that one to advance. Bowen took on Chicago Christian out of Palos Heights. They failed. So, we have Catalyst Maria advancing in the Class 2A along with Marshall and Crane. Here's how the games will line up on Tuesday, February the 12th in Class 2A. Three schools still alive from the Chicago Public League. At Elmhurst, sectional semifinal match, Timothy Christian School, Marshall will take on Regina Dominican. In the Lyles sectional semifinals, Catalyst Maria will take on Crane Lady Coopers. Both games are at 6 p.m. I don't know which one is closest because they both seem pretty far, but let's go out there and support our remaining schools that are still competing in Class 2A. And if you don't know, the legendary Dorothy Gators and the Marshall Lady Commandos are defending state 2A champions. So we definitely want to get behind the remaining Chicago Public Schools in the Class 2A IHSA state playoffs. Next, we hear from Alex Bernstein, a member of the H2S2 reporting crew and our resident TAF reporter on what's happening in Eagle Athletics. Coming up on the High School Hall of Sports Show. Hi, this is Alex Bernstein, a member of the H2S2 reporting crew. Catch me next on the High School Hall of Sports Show. The debate about sports specialization by high school athletes continues. Some argue that high school athletes who play one sport all year long have a better chance of landing a lucrative pro contract. But that's simply not true. In fact, 30 of the 32 first-round picks in last year's NFL draft played more than one sport in high school. Of the 32 players drafted, 22 also participated in high school track and field. 19 also played basketball. Some also played baseball and lacrosse. What's the path to success for high school athletes here in Illinois, no matter what their goals might be? Study hard. Always do your best. And if you can, play more than one sport in high school. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together.
School Holla. Hi, I'm Alex Burstein, a member of the H2S2 reporting crew with your Taft Eagles sports update. It's time to talk some wrestling and some hoops. Taft wrestling team and both the girls and boys basketball team are all either in the postseason or gearing up for it. So today we will be doing an all-playoff edition of the Eagles sports update. As I talked about on my segment two weekends ago, the Taft Eagles wrestling team was competing in the CPS Varsity Wrestling Championships at the Quest Center in Chicago. The Eagles were going for back-to-back city championships after winning it last year. Well, this year, the Eagles were able to win the title in perhaps even more dominating fashion. Taft combined to score 233 points, and the points were scored by players placing and doing well in their respective weight classes. And if the 233 combined points were not impressive enough, Taft got first place finishers in seven of the 14 weight classes. Michael Dowtry placed first in the 106-pound weight class. Julian Valterez placed first in 113. Amari Argulez placed first in 120. Nick Lesh placed first in 126. Joey Arroyo finished first in 132. Brendan Gallo finished first in 138. And the big man, Piotr Krupa, finished first in 285. And not to mention, Piotr Krupa also committed to Northern Michigan University earlier this week to play football for the university. Taft also had a third, fourth, and fifth place finisher. All in all, Taft outscored the second place finisher, back of the yards, third place finisher, Phoenix Military Academy and the fourth place finisher, Cowley High School, combined. The Eagles wrestling team will be competing in IHSA Regional as they start their state playoff series. From the match to the hardwood, let's talk some sports. We'll start with the boys basketball team. For new head coach, you don't expect a team to make and have success in the playoffs usually. It seemed that this was the truth as head coach Jason Tucker and the Eagles had a rocky start to the season. However, miraculously, the Eagles turned their season around and found themselves in a great position hanging into their final conference game on January 23rd. With identical 6-2 conference records, Foreman and Taft were playing for third place in the White North Conference and a spot in the city playoffs. Despite being on the road, Taft took control with 20 points from Isaiah Milanovic and the Taft was able to get a 54-44 win to advance to the city playoffs. So, the wrestling team has already won the city title and the boys basketball team is about to start their Chicago Public League championship run, but the girls basketball team is in the middle of their CPL championship run. After finishing in third place in the Red Northwest Conference, the Eagles earned the five seed in the 32-team girls bracket. After easily defeating the 28-seed Collins by a final score of 76-21, the Eagles drew the 12-seed Brook College Prep Eagles in the second round, with spot in the quarterfinals on the line. This was the second meeting of the season for these teams, with Taft taking the first game by a score of 56-25, and I was fortunate to be at this playoff game. After a heartbreaking 31 to 28 loss for the JV team to Simeon in the JV playoffs. Varsity finally tipped off around 7:15 p.m. on Friday the 25th in the battle of the Taft Eagles and the Brooks Eagles. Both teams' offenses were rolling early, and just over two minutes into the game, Taft took the early 7 to 4 lead over Brooks. Taft found themselves with a seven nine point lead up 20 to 11 at the end of the first. Mass and Anderson was the leading scorer in the first quarter with six points. Taft started to pull ahead in 
second quarter, going up 32 to 17 five minutes into the second quarter. After Taft put up 21 points in the second quarter to go up big, 41 to 19 at the end of the first half. Posadas, El- Elu, and Nicholson all had seven points for Taft. Taft kept the pace going into the third, going up 43 to 20 on Brooks with two minutes left in the quarter. Taft then scored 10 points in the final two minutes of the quarter to go up 53 to 20 and make it a running clock in the fourth quarter due to the new IHSA rule that if a team is up 30 points or more in the fourth quarter, it's a running clock. The fourth quarter went by quick, each team scoring a couple of baskets as Taft won 62 to 29 to advance. Angela Anderson was the game's lean scorer with 15 points off of five threes. Seven players scored for Taft and all but one of the players scored in multiple quarters. Natalie Posadas and Caitlin Nicholson had nine for Taft. Melanie Englehart and Christina Alou added eight points apiece. After the game, I was fortunate to be able to talk with veteran head coach Kirk Vitas and the game's lean scorer Angela Anderson about the victory. Take a listen. High School Holla. I'm here with coach Kirk Vitas of the Taft Lady Eagles after their 62-29 victory over Brook. So coach, first of all, Congrats on the win. Thank you. Um, so you guys were up very big at the half. How key was it to get out and rolling early? Oh, that was critical. We didn't want to make it a close game because once you let teams hang around, anything can happen. So by having a little cushion there, we could do some things in the second half, like take care of the ball, maybe play for a longer shot, and this way wear down the clock a little bit. So those things were always in our minds. Yeah, and that big uh, lead, you had a lot of players to credit. What players really stepped up tonight? You know what? Basically, they all did a great job. We talked about sharing the ball. We talked about taking your shots. And we talked about attacking. And all of them did just that. And fortunately, we were able to hit some shots, especially some threes. And we got that nice little cushion at halftime. And then finally, what would you like to say to the Eagles crowd who came out tonight to support you guys? Oh, we're so grateful. We have been trying to get people to come to our games. Uh, you saw the game. Wasn't it fun and exciting? Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm hoping this is just the start of something and hopefully that we can continue with this and we're again, we're grateful for all the people showing their appreciation by coming out. Okay, thanks coach. Good Thank luck you. in the rest of the all season. Right. Nice job. High School Holla. I'm here with Angela Anderson who had a monster game today scoring 15 points for the Taft Eagles in their victory over the Brooks Eagles. So how good did it feel to score those five threes and get a lot of points for your team? Um, I just wanted to help out the team. I mean, I don't really think of it as an individual. I think it's just as a team thing. We score those points together. And then you guys already played Brooks once earlier this season. Had playing them once and then coming in with already some experience uh, help you guys today? I think uh, we knew what they were going to come and get and since they came from further away, like an hour and 30 minutes drive, I think we knew what was coming and we are ready. And then what clicked today? You guys had a really big victory. What clicked with the team? I, I don't know. We always have a really good like hype before the game and we're always like bonding with each other, which really helps. All right, thanks. Congrats again. High School Holla. There you have it. Big win for the Eagles over Brooks and Pever. They will also be looking a little bit ahead to the state playoffs. The Taft Eagles girls basketball team was placed in the Evanston Township sectional and given the eight seed in that sectional. They find themselves in the touch sectional with Maine West, Loyola Academy, and Evanston Township being your one, two, and three seeds respectively, which contains four different regionals hosted by the two seed Loyola Academy, the six seed Maine South, the 11 seed 
Niles North and the 14 seed Lane Tech. Taft lands themselves in the Lane Tech Regional, with the other teams in that regional being, of course, Lane Tech, Von Steuben, Oak Park River Forest, and the number one overall sectional seed, Maine West, who had a great season in the Central Suburban League this year. Lane Tech will take on Von Steuben on Tuesday, February 12th at 7 p.m. in the regional quarterfinals. The next day, Wednesday, February 13th, is the regional semifinals with Maine West taking on the winner of Lane and Vaughn at 6 and Taft taking on Oak Park River Forest at 6.30 p.m. And then finally, the regional final will take place on Friday, February 15th at 7 p.m. All those games will be played in the main gym at Lane Tech. Taft finds themselves in a tough draw having an 8-9 matchup to start the tourney and then an even taller task in the number one seed, Maine West, if they can advance to the regional finals. The winner of the regional will take place in the sectional semifinals and finals, which are at Evanston Township High School on Monday, February 18th and Thursday, February 21st. That's all I have for my Taft Eagle Sports Update. Big weeks ahead for the wrestling and basketball teams at Taft. And don't worry, I will be here each and every week to talk to you and talk about the Eagles as they go throughout the state playoffs. Also, make sure to check out my personal podcast and blog, the Chicago Sports Desk, available on Spreaker, YouTube, WordPress, SoundCloud. And then also follow me on all social media platforms at Alex underscore Bursting for more on Task Sports. That's all for now. Back to high school holla. Another awesome job by Alex Burstyn, a member of the H2S2 reporting crew rapping for the Taft Eagles. Hey, we can always use more student reporters to tell us the happiness at your school. All you have to do is join the H2S2 reporting crew. Here's how. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFuelHouseMedia.com. Media.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the High School Holla Sports Show. Man, get up out of here. <laughs> Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Time now for our H2S2 scoreboard. Brought to you by David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on Amazon or the Urban Fieldhouse website by searching the name David Solomon. Those of you who follow the show know we always like to provide you with two games of the week's one from the girls' side, just heard the Wells Lady Raiders and the Or Lady Spartans, and another from the boys' side of things. Unfortunately, we had a few scheduling conflicts this week and wasn't able to get out to cover any of the first two rounds of the Chicago Public League Boys Basketball City Playoffs as the 32 teams went down to the Sweet 16. 
So we wanted to go through the Sweet 16 games played this past Thursday and break down the city playoff brackets as the field has now come down to the Elite Eight. Here's how things went down in the Sweet 16 games in the boys basketball Chicago Public League City playoffs. The Whitney Young Dolphins took on the Peyton Grizzlies and the Dolphins advanced with a win 61-50. Lane Tech took on the Simeon Wolverines. The Simeon Wolverines advanced with a 66-59 win. Morgan Park Mustangs stampeded uplift 104-60. Morgan Park Mustangs advanced. CVS Cavaliers fell hard in a close one to the Lincoln Park Lions, 75-71. In the other brackets, the Curry Condors over the Marshall Commandos, 78-52 to advance. Now, many are calling this game between the Kenwood Broncos and the Farragut Admirals an upset as the Admirals advance with a 66-55 win over the Kenwood Broncos. The Orr Spartans defeated the Corliss Trojans 77-61 to advance. And our final game in the Sweet 16 was the Bogan Bengals beating the North Londale Phoenix 83-63 to advance. We now have eight of the top teams in the city playing four games next Tuesday, February the 12th. The four games in the Elite Eight are the Curie Condors taking on the Farragut Admirals, the Orr Spartans taking on the Bogan Bengals, Lincoln Park will be taking on Morgan Park, the Whitney Young Dolphins will face off against the Simeon Wolverines. Chicago, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter which of these games you choose to see these four, I promise you, you'll find yourself sitting in a packed gym and seeing some of the best coaches and student athletes competing for a city title. So let's go out and support one of the four games nearest you as the Elite Eight after Tuesday night will come down to the Final Four. The City Semi Final Four will be played on Friday night, February the 15th. The city championships games for both the junior varsity and varsity taking place on Sunday, February the 17th at Chicago State. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss these last few rounds of the boys' Chicago Public League City Playoffs. Remember, you can check out all the scores from both the IHSA Girls Basketball State Playoffs and the boys' City Championship Playoffs, along with other sports scores by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website. That's urbanfieldhousemedia.com. The H2S2 scoreboard is right there on the homepage. Coming up next on the H2S2 show, we have news you can use regarding college recruiting. You don't want to miss this. It's City Talk next on the High School Hall of Sports Show. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Illinois is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. 
Welcome back, family, to the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Time now for some city talk. Now, we here at the H2S2 show, we like to share helpful advice and information that we think can serve our listeners well, especially our student-athlete listeners who want to excel to the next level, meaning the collegiate level. Well, on today's City Talk, I want to share a bit of information from an article that I read from the USA Today written about high school sports by a recruiting coach by the name of Joe Lexi from Next College Student Athlete. Now, this article is entitled, How Coaches Evaluate a Recruit's College Potential. You can read more about the article and read the article in its entirety at usatodayhss.com. Now, I want to touch on a few points that the article mentioned that I believe could help our Chicago student-athletes excel to the collegiate level. Now, the first bit of advice that they mention in the article is coaches need to see you against other college-level recruits. Coaches say, they say coaches really want to know how well they do, you do against other collegiate-level athletes. They want to see and watch about 10 plays of a college recruit going up against another college recruit. So if you're on that field or you're on that court and you know that somebody else is being scouted, go over and ask the coach, hey, can I D that man up? Or can I stick that person? Or let me have a, a shot at this guy. So that's something that they mentioned. Point number two, coaches want to see a simple highlight video that gets to the point. That, I believe, is very important. The article says many athletes make highlight films with the wrong audience in mind, while a cool tape with catchy music is more likely to get views on YouTube, coaches need to see a simple video that gets right to the point. And they also mentioned that in that video that the coaches want to watch clips of you not close up, but so they can see you on the entire field or entire court they want to see how did you move within the content of the play point number three that they mentioned coaches evaluate recruits potential to keep improving for many sports evaluating a recruits training is just as important as their current ability so they mentioned what value of training is the recruit doing is the recruit doing strength training what has the progression been like? And they give some advice that's saying that coaches not only want to see what you're doing currently, but whether or not you're improving or plateauing, they want to make sure that you give at least a list of your top five best time scoring and all of that. So those are just some tips from the article. Again, you can read the article in its entirety at USA Today. HSS.com and I advise you read it, print it out, keep it somewhere because it was some great advice in that. Now the H2S2 show, we took it a little bit further for you. A great friend of the show, Toy Baylor, and the Baylor Youth Basketball Event, which many of Toy Baylor's events are NCAA certified, had over a hundred college recruiters and over three hundred student athletes who participated. We went out and we talked with Toy Baylor about the event itself and several college recruiters who were there in attendance, which confirmed some of what the article mentioned and much more. 
So we wanted to share some of those interviews with you so that you can even gain further insight on making it to the next level. Take a listen. High School Holla. NCAA, and you know, it's the um, body and people for Division One, uh, Division Two, II, Division Three universities. This is an exposure tournament where kids are coming, obtaining scholarships, and play in front of college coaches. And I talked to some some teams that I I didn't even know existed, and and talk about the experience of how it feels to have them come to the Midwest and be a part of this event. I mean, it's a, a really eye-opening experience for them because they are. Um, um, they really don't know where they stand state to state. And when they come to Chicago, they're playing teams from Oklahoma, California, Florida. And, I mean, these teams are out here really competing and um, really they're just really competitive. And a lot of teams get the short end and there's a lot of uh, teams that get the high end. But I really say when it's about college recruitment, it's no short end. And it, if you get coaches on you, that's the whole purpose of this event. And a lot of these college coaches uh, spoke to the fact that the, the type of talent that's out here, they probably would not find in their own backyard. And that's a, a compliment in itself. It, it truly is because, like I said, you're dealing with teams from different states, and you just don't know what level your kid is on until you run up into well, a team from New York or a team from Florida, a team from Illinois. Because, I mean, Illinois really has some really tough competitive teams. And, and the funny thing that I found out from the college recruiters as well, Toy, is they talked about how they judge the children's character. Not just the basketball ability, but the character. And they said in the format that you have here, it helps them judge a lot of these kids' character. Right, because you know what we have um, had uh, today that I noticed a lot of kids getting frustrated, a lot of parents getting frustrated. We had a couple of parents uh, who were uh, upset at their own kids and rushed their own kids. And, you know, this is not a time or place to be, ex you know, um, that's something you deal with in your home, not in front of college coaches. And that lets them know, hey, you come right off that list. If you are aggressive and you don't know how to deal with adversity, um, you're a sore loser, you know, Nobody wants uh, a kid like that in their program. And Toy, for the people who've supported you, what would you like to say? Because this is great support. I'm looking up at the second level and it's packed, down in the lobby's packed. What would you like to say to the people that support you? Well, I want to definitely thank everyone for coming out here and supporting my organization. A lot of these teams have been with me for almost 10, 15 years and supporting our uh, events. So, I, I look, I appreciate it. I'm humble. Um, I want these teams to come back because it's all about the kids. Toy, thank you for allowing us to come. A great friend of the show, Toy Baylor, Baylor Youth Basketball. You can go to the website and learn about more. And thank you, Toy. I appreciate it. High School Holla. Dana Ford, Tennessee State. You get a chance to see the guys go up against, you know, good competition. You get a chance to see what type of character they have. High School Holla. Coach Willie Watson, University of North Alabama. Good event. I think it's very diverse. Uh, you got a group. Of, you got a lot of team from a lot of different areas that cover a lot, a lot of different pockets of the country. So that's always good for us to be able to, you know, kind of come to one place, kind of a one-stop shop. You know, to kind of see some guys from, you know, all different areas. Uh, especially for us, you know, we're we're moving to Division One and. Uh, 2018, uh, obviously, it's going to be a, a process for us to get it, the program to where we need it to be. So I think uh, our recruiting base need to be, be wide, need to be large and wide, and 
event like this, it fits what we need in terms of being able to get eyes on a lot of different players from a lot, a lot of different areas. So. so we have a lot of young listeners, student-athletes in high school right now. It's like this helps build a student-athlete's character. All of us as coaches, we look for guys that affect winning. I think that foremost, regardless of what position we want guys, it's going to affect winning in our program. Aside from that, obviously, after you've been identified as a physical talent to be able to help someone, I think, you know, the, the other levels in terms of academics and all those things checked out. You know, high character, obviously, is a big, big, uh, big deal for us. Being a coachable kid, you know, because, you know, everybody wants low-maintenance kids that know how to take on business. So, but I think, you know, in an event like this, it also shows you that, I mean, it's millions of players out here, you know. So, in order to separate yourself, you got to be able to have something that's unique about yourself. You know, so when it comes down to a coach recruiting you and another player that's similar skill set, similar sizes, you know, what what's going to be that extra element that's going to put you over the top? Whether it be academic, whether it be, you know, your whether it be your better teammate, uh, whether you affect winning more than the other guy. So I think little intangible things like that should be things that, that guys focus on and, uh, you know, just come out here and give it a shot. But uh, there's a lot of really talented players out here. And uh, like I said, you got to find a way to kind of set yourself apart a little bit. High school holla. I'm Anton Samuels, assistant coach at Chicago State University. Coach, talk about how a event such as this helps in building program at Chicago State. This event is really central for us because it gives us a chance to see players we normally wouldn't get a chance to see. Coach, we've been asking uh, some other college recruiters, what are some of the tips that you can give our young listeners who are not quite seniors but student athletes coming up that a college coach would look for in an event like this? The first thing they're going to look at is your academics. Secondly is your character, because those two things let a, a coach know exactly what type of kid you are. Coach, I appreciate your time. We hope that some of this homegrown talent in our own backyard comes and help Chicago State build a, a contender. Yes. After uh, the commitment we just received from Marquise Brown from Simeon, we're looking for a few more people to come join him, and we'll be off and running. Thanks a lot. High School Holler. How you doing? Uh, the name of my team is uh, Illinois Heat, and uh, I'm Coach Terry Head, founder and director of the program. I've been doing this since 1991. That's 25, 26 years. And, man, just like it's all about helping kids, keeping them busy, keeping them off the streets, and letting them play basketball. Hopefully one of these coaches will like them and get them in college. You know what I'm saying? You have a diverse group all across uh, from areas of Chicago area high schools, and we got a lot of coaches here, some from big colleges, some from Division One, Two, II, and Three. Because it gives an opportunity to get kids in college. You know, they can be seen by all levels. Um, what I try to train my, and tell my kids, it's not about where you go to school, as long as you do. So there's so many different levels of schools here. I mean, for coaches, man, it's give them opportunity to play college basketball. Keep them off the west side of Chicago. And better than, better than High school holla. J.R. Wallace, assistant coach at Grand Valley State University. I've been asking quite a few different college recruiters, is it difficult to see them on an AAU squad versus their own high school? Yeah, because they play a different role. You know, they don't get as many shots. They got other you know, high-caliber players with them. And then the stage is so big. You got so many coaches in, in the building. So so the guys play out of character at times. But that's our job to be able to sift through that and try to decipher who really deserves to play at your level and, and what kind of player they are. But to be able to see them in that high school setting where it's just them and they get so many shots, that's not – the AAU is more like what its college is going to be, to be honest with you, because you're going to have other – top-notch players with you playing how can you adjust what else do you do if you can't have the ball in your hand if you're not scoring what else do you contribute to your team so all those little things going back to your bench clapping your hands eye contact with coaches all those things are what we're assessing now what other kind of characteristics does a college recruiter get from 
a game like this. Like I said, just their interaction with their teammates and how do they how do they lead? You know, when they're down, are they, are they ones in a huddle? Uh, you know, talking to their teammates and, and picking them back up, or, or do they pout when they when they're when they're losing? Are they are, are they blaming? You know, pointing fingers. So all those little things that I, I like to assess. You know, saying you know, I tell our players not just you in the, in your own setting, but how how, how are you going to be as a man? You know, saying and those those are the traits that we get to see if they do that well or they don't do that well, and if you want to bring that into your family and your program. And Baylor basketball definitely does a grand job out here. Talk about the connection that Toy Baylor and her program has done in reaching out to you coaches such as yourself. She does a great job. She, she's really good. If people don't know who she is, she, she does a good job. She really knows basketball. You know, she's hit me up a couple of times during the season with some emails of some, of some players to, to get in the Chicago area that, that, that play really well. And she, she does a good job of staying connected to us. And it's always a treat for, for me to come here, see her, see her smiling face and her crew. And they do a good job. They know who we are. They know us by name. And, and they do a good job of that. And and for our younger listeners who might not be quite seniors, might not be on this level of AAU, what advice would you give them um, so that they can hone in and catch the eye of a coach such as yourself? Play hard. Play hard all the time and be coachable. You know what I'm saying? Everything's not going to always go your way. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be a part of a team. I tell our players all the time, even as a husband, I'm a part of a team. You know what I'm saying? And you think that. Uh, you I know, for that. <laughs> you're, you're a part of a team, so you got to play your role, whatever that may be. And so the, being a part of an AAU program and learning to be coachable is a key, valuable lesson in life that's going to take you not just winning basketball games, but it'll help you be successful and win games and win in life. High School Holla. Charles Bellum represent Northern Michigan University, associate head coach, and I went to uh, Providence St. Mill High School on the west side, man. I'm from, uh, yeah, I'm from K-Town, Madison and Kildare. <laughs> I mean, for me personally, I'm from Chicago, so I love coming down uh, and getting a chance to see not just the kids from our state in Michigan, but seeing them compete against kids out of Chicago, you know, guys that we are evaluating. And uh, it's a great opportunity to kind of figure out where these kids fall in the evaluation process. You know, are you a Division One guy? Are you a higher Division Two kid? And uh, and then for them and their families, the opportunity is all about scholarship money. Is there is there an opportunity for you to go to college without having to pay? And these events in the end, if you're able to prove yourself and prove where you fit, uh, give you a chance to go to school. High school holler. How is Toy Baylor putting together these things? How, how does it help you guys? My third event of hers I've been to. Uh, been thoroughly repressed every time I come. The quality of teams, the number of coaches are here, the quality of players. Uh, I try every year to at least attend one event by Toy Baylor because they're always really good events. Uh, I've been to a couple of events. I came to one last year. She had one in uh, Indianapolis, I believe, that I went to. Um, her events are always good. Uh, the quality of teams and players that are here are always high level. I, I think a lot of times you can always tell the uh, the level of the events by how many college coaches you see in the building. And um, we go to events that you show up and, yeah, there's probably 20 coaches. Or you come to an event like this and you've got over 100 college coaches sitting here. Everybody's engaged, waiting for the next game, the next team. And it just shows that you're putting together good product on the floor um, for, for, for the coach to see. That's why you do it. You do it for the players and you do it for the coaches. High School Holla. Marlin London, uh, Lewis University, and here in Romeoville. How great is it that a, a person like Toy Baylor brings a, a tournament of this size here to Romeoville? It's wonderfulness in our backyard. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's obvious to get to see the players, you know, talk to coaches and, and then mingle amongst the coaches to see, you know, maybe who's looking at this kid and maybe you might look at that same kid. It's, it's, it's kind of like fair game when you get out here. So, 
it's one of those things where I enjoy it and I appreciate what, what, what Troy is doing bringing this tournament here to, to Romeoville. Well, Coach, we hope that a lot of this Midwest talent right in your backyard just goes across the street to Lewis University. And thank you. High School Holla. Now, that's what's up. Valuable information given to you firsthand by the H2S2. We'd like to thank Toy Baylor for inviting us out to her summer showcase event. Also, we'd like to give thanks to the college recruiters, coaches, and local AAU coaches who, as well for taking the time to speak with us. Again, read the article from the USA Today to get that written by Joe Lexi of Next College Student Athlete. Go to usatodayhss.com. Also, you heard one of the keys in competing against other college competition. So make sure you go out and visit BaylorBasketball.org for Toy Baylor NCAA certified basketball events coming up in the near future. Holla back! Who do I play for? I play high school basketball for every baller who ever played a pickup game on the driveway, playground, or alley. Because we all share the same dream. I play for buzzer beaters, big time boards, and varying rainmakers. I play high school basketball for the chance to put my hometown in Illinois on the map by playing in a state championship. Only one half of 1% of all high school student-athletes play basketball in college. But all 100% of them become adults. That's why playing basketball in their high school team is so important. High school athletes learn life lessons that help them grow up. Lessons that can't be taught in the classroom and often aren't taught at home. I play high school basketball because I love performing in front of a capacity crowd in my hometown gym. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. No one can do it better. No one, no one can do it better. No one can do it better. Well, thank you very much. I do what I do only for you. We want to thank you for joining us for another edition of the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. We'd like to thank all of our guests this week, our coaches from our Girls Basketball Game of the Week, from Wales, Ian Belog, and Oars, Georgia Robinson. Hollers out to our shining star of the game, senior Michaela Elam, another one of Chicago's talented student-athletes. Some of you local university and colleges, you better call on this girl. You been, you need to grab this young lady before she leaves the state, come back to beat you. Thank you to all of our show sponsors who partner with us to bring you the best show in Chicago, covering high school sports. You know it, the H2S2 show. Now, we have not determined our next H2S2 games of the week because we have still girls, IHSA, state playoffs, we got some of the city boys basketball playoffs going on. So the wife and I just got to sit down and sort all this out. You know what I'm saying? But trust and believe you will have a girls and boys game of the week next week. To all of my football players out there who work in the trenches, you know, the offensive defense alignment, starts up front organization is offering one-hour training sessions for any offensive defense alignment. Training is held at Diet College. 555 East 51st Street. Youth training is from 12 noon to 1 p.m. 
and high school players are trained from 1 to 2 p.m. The training goes until May the 25th, 2019. For more information, you can go to their website, startsupfront.com, or call 773-556-5511. We also want to tell all of our ballers out there, the AAU coaches and AAU players, both boys and girls, Baylor Youth Basketball, you heard it in City Talk, hosts several events throughout the summer. These events include grade school and high school ballers looking to catch the attention of college recruiters. For more information, check them out at BaylorBasketball.org for a list of all their upcoming events. If you're a school, coach, or athletic organization like the ones you just heard, and you're hosting a sports camp or training event that helps Chicago area youth, let us know. We want to help support you by getting the word out on your event to help keep our kids safe from the streets while learning to become better athletes. Young people, this week's quote and throughout the month of February will mainly be focusing on black history. This week, we quote the great Booker T. Washington, who once said, success is to be measured not so much by the position that one has reached in life as by the obstacles which he has overcome while trying to succeed. Great quote. Great quote. Don't forget to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, if you're on Facebook, go to the High School Hall of Sports page. Give us the thumbs up and share the High School Hall of Sports page with others. We appreciate the love from you. I want to remind all of you that you can always listen to a broadcast of today's show along with many of our past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com. And for my iPhone and Android users, you can take the H2 show wherever you go by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And if you're on SoundCloud, you can hear us there too. Just search for the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at us every Saturday at 12 noon. And remember, God loves you and we do too. Until next time, I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey saying, Aha! At you next week. High School Holla.